So Barry, how was your summer? It was sound, you know. It was, was good. It good. What did you do? It was all right. I was only off for four weeks, teammate. No, you off for five weeks. Did we do five? Yeah, because I did the podcast with Jason, didn't I? It was nearly all. You were gallivanting, was he? You were gallivanting. I wish it was gallivanting, mate. <laughs> um, did you listen right. to the podcast with Jason? Yeah, I listened to. It. Did you? Did you like the beginning? Yeah, it wasn't as good as it. if I would have been on it. It'd have been a lot better. Wouldn't it? What me, you and Jason? Me, you and Jason. I wouldn't. Me and Jason probably would. I wouldn't have got away than edgeways. Yeah, I couldn't let you and Jason do a podcast by yourselves. All hell break loose. You'd just be worried that you didn't have to come back on. That's what it'd be, mate. They'd all want to sit with me. It'd be like the Joe Rogan, but the Barry show. Yeah, yeah. The Faulkner show. All good, ready to go. Turn my voice up a little bit. Oh, God, that everyone watching, the whole family. Are you ready to go? Barry built a beer in the house, in the house that I built, in the booth that I built. I know people tune in every Sunday to listen, but even when business is good, we still manage to do the podcast. <laughs> So it's podcast 186. We've had our break over. It's done. It's finished. The mm. hot weather has fucked off and it's pretty, pretty cold now. It's getting chilly. That wind's getting up there now. It is. So while we've been away, the reason we took a month off is because we've been getting Mevo fixed because Mevo were a pile of shit and they take ages to fix everything. So that's been getting fixed. And it was just too busy to, to be able to do good quality podcasts. We were there at Autopod Summer Social. We were Product Earth. Uh, what do you think of Autopod Summer Social? Sound, spot. Yeah. Loved it. It was great. Best one yet. Can't wait for the next one. Best Sound, one yet. Yeah. Just uh, stop them from paying pool. Just doing me fucking head in now. <laughs> Yo, that it. There's a Coatsy's, pool table in the office. Coatsy doesn't even people, listen. People are just there. Uh, Coatsy. <laughs> pool. Pool. Balls. Banging. Barry's got a cob on because uh, I'm gonna flip. he's just been spanked. And he's got the he's got the, uh, the the longest time on speed pool. We'll so. start again now, Daddy. Sam, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Now that Barry's told people off and he's got that out of his system, what do you think of Waterpot? Best yeah, yet? It was good, yeah. Yeah, it was boss. Enjoyed it. Yeah, enjoyed it. I reckon it's getting better every year. Yeah. Product Day, to be honest with you, I didn't see that much of it, to be fair. It was only there on the Sunday, wasn't mm-hmm. it? A bit of work on did you? Did you just... Get off without phoning me and let me know that you were getting off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just disappeared. Yeah. I'll let you run the I show, David. I thought I'll give him a chance, let him run the reins, let him see stand. how he does. And I was coming back to stand with a presence and I was like, where's Barry for his presence? Oh, oh, he's gone. Back and, to Autopot. It was great anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was getting better every year. Like The music's getting better, slowly but surely. Yeah, we're going to help with that next well, year. Well, definitely going to have some sort of input with that music next year. Yeah, we'll help. We'll help you, James. Don't worry. We'll yeah. get it up there. So, for those that don't like me and Barry, I don't know what you're listening for, but you're in for a treat because it is. Who doesn't like from, me? No, me Who and you. Who said something? I've, I've, I've been having a few messages recently <laughs> saying, what, what doesn't you love? They don't anymore? like it, change their channel and the podcast. So we have been a product day. That was the weekend after Auto Pot, and we managed to do a few interviews. So today, we're going to leave you with the Booker Company. 
And they are a US company based in Miami and have made an innovative new watering system that pretty much does everything. It's like bomb proof. He had it in the, the office three weeks ago with uh, with a couple of lads and he was jumping all over it. He's a bit he's been in the industry for 20 years. Um and as as far as systems go, it's up there. I'm excited. Like we've needed something yeah. new and fresh in the UK. We've got our multi-flows, we've got our which is a flood and drain, we've got our auto pots, we've got Nutriculture systems. I think it was just nice. It's not, not going to be nice. It's nice to see fresh. a new system and not systems like being a bit stagnant lately yeah, and no one's yeah. brought. And when people have brought new ones out, they've been absolutely shit. Or really, really yeah. expensive. Do you know what I mean? So it's nice so to it's, see someone bring something to market that's price-wise, it's good and robust. It's a good, steady you product. a lot of and, things with it as well. Yeah. And it works. As, as system. Yeah. So before we get into that, Barry, we have to give thanks to our thank you, Barry. partners above. Is that what you mean? No. What? Thank you for, for coming back. Oh, I thought like... I thought I might have had to drag you back, cricking and screaming. No, mate. That was here before you. Yeah, you yeah. loved it, really. I've got to be quick. Going off for something to eat. You're more than welcome to, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am publicly inviting you for something to eat. Oh, no. I'm going to slap coax you across the face. <laughs> we weren't meant to fucking tell Barry you're all going off for something to eat. You've let it slip. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm giving him shit. For anyone that thinks that I'm telling the truth, no, it wasn't. Uh, Barry's more than welcome. It's just the food bill doubles when Barry comes uh, out. He gets on the desserts and it's just it's heavy tackle. So who are we giving thanks to? Sunlight, first of all. Sunlight LEDs. They've yeah. done really well over yeah, the summer. Yeah, they've done boss. Um, helped to be honest, they, out. They, have the, they are a major company and they are changing the way we light our rooms up. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of people done very well over the summer because of sunlight LEDs. Then we have can fan and filters. Erwin. Erwin. I have to say that. He's me main man. He's also been helping you out over the summer because they're gorgeous extraction fans. The Isomax is the Qmax. I want one, you know. I'm waiting for can to send me it. Erwin's going to send me it. I come second, but you can't just have a first prize, can you? You've got to have... A runner-up prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and third prize. If you won, the person who won got to pick what size EC fan they wanted and filter. So they could have a twelve inch, and I think they'll have picked a twelve inch. And I just said to him, "Well, whatever the Get a fella inch. picks, no, whatever the fella picks." Well, I'll just have the one underneath it, and that's like second best, yeah, yeah. then, isn't it? You know what I mean? So I'm just waiting for it to get delivered there. But I don't know whether he's forgot the address. Well, he, or... he, he rang yesterday. He might be looking oh, to arrange yeah, it. That's what it must be then. Next up, auto pot. We've just come back from their summer social. They're on a bit of a high. Everyone's on a, on a bit of a high. Big after thanks that to social. them. And they will have some instructional videos coming soon. 15 yeah. instructional videos telling you exactly how to use Autobot. So keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. Barry, who's next? We'll go for Canna. Let's go for Canna. Canna. Because the they done well, didn't they? They got everyone pissed through Autobot. Oh, yeah. As well as Highlight. Canna and Highlight. Canna yeah. distributed by Highlight. Yeah. Highlight yeah. distribute Canna. Yeah. The two powerhouses working together to yeah. deliver the gin bar. Yeah. Let the fun. The best wholesaler with the best nutrients. nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. Works Good well. combo. It's like a marriage. They were doing the backstroke and all that. Made in heaven. Yeah. And last, but by certainly no means least, Revolution Microelectronics with their Revolution Diva 1000 Water, their Vici LED soon to land in the UK, and their phenomenal ceramic metal halide fixture. Yeah. So they're the partners of the show. Without them, it couldn't happen. If you don't know them, now you do. And if you didn't know them, get to know them. There you go. 
Yeah, right? This is me and Barry handing over to Stephen and the Booker Company a product F. Yeah, man. Let's hear it. Take it away, Steve. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Frank. Um, I'm actually from Miami, um, United States, and um, I'm actually the the manufacturer and the inventor of the bucket company. Definitely. Oh, now, now you're invited whenever you want to catch some rays. Yo, my house is your house. <laughs> I hope so, I hope so. Yes, 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 yes. I leave on Monday, Monday. Okay. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, um, Steve, right, well, we'll start it off by breaking it down. Um, 20 years of growing experience, um, we ran into so many issues. And, um, you know, the planter as it, as it is and as, as the form that it was, was actually was just to carry liquids. And that's where the round shape is. So, um, but it's not the best because the drain holes, as the pot gets bigger, gets further and further away from the roots and from the middle of the mass of the, of the medium. So we said, you know what, it's, it's time to reinvent the wheel. You know, these flower pots were made for a transition period. We're only made to grow for a certain amount of time and then actually plant them in the ground. So we said, you know what, after so many times at the hardware stores and going up and down and looking for different things and, and trying to invent different items and, and having experiences in hydroponics and feed to drain and, um, and all the other systems, um, you know, we said, you know, I mean, you switch from one to the other because you want to kind of like experiment, you know, as you grow. But at the end of the day, you know, we said, you know what? Yeah, we got tired of every time you go to the store and, you know, it, you, they sell you this, they sell you that. So we said, you know, we could do something and we can make something as universal that you could probably grow just about any kind of 
systems or any kind of way of growing in our bucket system. So DWCs, you could do flood and drains, you could do hydroponics, you could do aeropronics, you could do just about everything and all with the same bucket without having to switch over to something. And, you know, and we always try to keep the, the cost values down because we understand that a lot of the people don't and can't afford, you know, these high item things, but they also want to get involved in the growing movement. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, we 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 got a friend over here that um, I'm gonna modestly say that he's like about 140 kilos <laughs> from New York that uh, did the sample testing for us in front of the guys at the shop. So uh, you know, yeah, at least we know that um, it could withstand that weight. But um, yeah, well, we what we do is that we we try to make something that is gonna last you a lifetime. It's first of all, it's three three millimeters thick. Um, it has contours around the edges where it's all rounded and um, the plastic is basically virgin polypropylene and what we do is that we're the first inventors of the antimicrobial planter and that's basically for algaes and moles and gray moles never to be able to, to, um, to get on the surface of the plastic. So what we do is that on an injection point of the view, um, we, we have a UV that's five to 10 year rated and the white colorant that we use in the buckets, it's FDA approved. And then we also use uh, antimicrobial silver ions that's actually mixed with a zeolite matrix that releases it slowly into the plastic. And as the plastic er erodes eventually over time, it always releases a new, a new cape to the, to, the, to, the, to the fine lining of the bucket. Yes. Yep. Yep. And the people at a flood and drain, the people at a DWC, they can just buy this one system and it's all in one. Yes, it's all in one. All in, it, it carries all in one box. Um, we actually add. Um, so, you know, how we, we came up with it and it, it, it just the evolution of it, we always knew that we needed a drain on the bucket. So like the Dutch buckets from prior years, um, you know, we needed to find a way how we could put a drain to it so we could recapture any of the discharge that would could come out of the bucket. Not only so if you want to use a hydroponic system and you want to recirculate it, but at the same time, you don't pollute and you don't contaminate your drinking waters. Most people are throwing these fertilizers and these high contents you know, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassiums into your drinking ground. And they're not understanding that what you're doing is basically you're killing your ground. You, you, you won't be able to grow, you won't. So, you know, capturing the, the waste and or treating it, you could run it through UV lights to kill any of the bacterias and replenish it and bring it back up to, to whatever levels that you were using. And or, you know, so there's many ways to, um, to do the system. Now, if you want to do a DWC, you know, all you need to do is basically take off the insertable PVC legs that they have. The bucket will basically go to ground level, you know, and it'll still be like about an inch or so above ground. 
And the good part about that is, is there's two things, especially here in the UK, what I've noticed that um, you guys have probably looked like you have four seasons in every 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> and it's mighty, yeah, if you're lucky, maybe in five minutes. Um, <laughs> but I see it that even in summertime, it's pretty cold up here. And by Liverpool and, and, you know, when I went to go visit everybody up there and it, you guys were so grateful for letting me, you know, just kick it with you guys and, you know, open up uh, some, some, you know, conversations about this subject. But, um, you know, when you, when you have a bucket that's uh, actually raised above the, the ground, all of a sudden now your medium, it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot warmer. It's not, it's not in contact with the cold floors, the cold slabs, all the roots. So, you know, it, it started off with just one thing and then it added up to another. And then, you know what, we work with a submarine designer for the U.S. Navy down in, um, down in Florida. Obviously, yeah, he, he understands all the water, drafting and everything else. And the antimicrobial, we actually worked with a stem cell research doctor named Kevin from the University of Miami that helped us move that along as well. Yeah, and, and we actually have um, two, um, two uh, I think it's uh, microchem and biosyn labs that have their uh, reports on our, our website, uh, www.thebucketcompany.com. And you could actually read what it does and what it says. And uh, they actually um, got some samples some um i think it was um it was some kind of a i don't know if it was one of the grades or one of the one of the type of molds that they got from the fdas that you have to have uh, those cultures sent to you by the fda it's not something that you could just do it on your own and um over a three-week period they did a photo shot and they basically impregnated one sample with 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 the samples that they sent from the fdas and then they put it on our buckets and over time you see the growth of the mold on their control sample just start taking over after week one you see spots all over their sample. Week two, it starts taking over. By week three, it's taken over the sample completely. And as they show our pictures of our buckets and our plastic, there's not a speck or a dot on the plastic itself. Even being white, where most people would run away from white because of the light and because of what it did and how it introduced algae and other products. No, no, no. And especially now after you use uh, a medium afterwards, after that, you know, it basically blocks all the light. But the three mil was um, something that we thought that, you know, we seen how, you know, other containers would break. We, we, we love to show and, and we, we take a lot of pride in what we do and not just make one, but actually make one that it's actually kind of innovating in the way that it looks. It has air channels, it has manifolds, it has, you know, something that you could just plug and play, everything in one box, all you need is a pair of scissors and everything else comes together. <laughs> yeah, yeah www.thebucketcompany.com
And it's actually on our Instagram at the Bucket Company. Um, our Instagram shows the versatility of how many different um, users end up using the system and how, how the wide variety. And even some of our even our some of our users have taught me certain things because um, we created these branch spreader arms that basically for the ten gallon. You know, I mean, we can't stop people from using bamboo. You know, because bamboo is very affordable and we understand that. But, you know, the first thing you look at bamboo, you always see a powdery mildew on the bamboo when it comes from overseas. And it comes in a plastic bag and in a hot container. So immediately, when once you arrive, you already have some kind of pythium or some kind of other molds on top of them. So the first things growers do is that they just stick it right into the root medium, right, right into the brain of the plant. So we said that, you know what, we can't stop you from using bamboo. So we basically made some brackets that actually attach to the edge of the bucket. And it's kind of like almost like a like a Lego system and a modular system where you could control and do as, as you please. And those those bracket arms basically hold the bamboos outside the bucket. So that way you're, you're not contaminating your medium and you're giving your roots and your plant the best possible, you know, opportunity to... <laughs> yeah at all at all and i actually seen one of our users actually invert them and instead of using them outward he inverted them inward towards the middle of the pot of the plant and basically did plant training and basically put it on top of the plant so the plant wouldn't grow vertical and it started to grow horizontal so i mean there's so many guys that i see that you know that that just bring me new life after you invented something you think you, you cover just about everything but and then you see new things and that kind of gets you you know wild up and um motivated about you know the industry and which way it's going and how and, you know the innovations that are coming about and i've been a cocoa user for 20 years and um i knew the goods and the bads about it and even though as good as cocoa is and aerated that it is you know you could always help it and even on the cocoa bags it always says you know you should put a little layer of pebbles or hydrostone rock on the bottom of the of the cocoa so it could drain a little bit better so we we were like well you know we understand that the rocks and what we used to call the lava rocks um we, we, you know so we always remember working with them and we always knew that the ph would just shoot it up every hour on the hour and it was a very very hard uh, uh medium to use because it, it took so much attention so when we seen that on some of the some of the cocoa bags that says that to use it we kind of like wait a second that that didn't make so that didn't make a lot of sense to us so when we did the mold of the bucket we actually incorporated um like one inch balls at the bottom of the floor so when the insert goes into it basically hangs on top of the balls and basically the insert basically hangs in between the balls and lets all the moisture get out and drain as fast as possible so you yeah you could avoid the root rots you could avoid and the roots grow right through the inserts and uh, it's fabulous it, it, it looks wonderful Yes, yes, yes. We, yes, and we try to, um, you know, how many times that we go to the hardware store and try to buy this and try to buy that, and it's just a, a big, you know, and, and, and especially here in Europe and, and, and other parts where, you know, I mean, 
sizes of trucks and, and you can't just go to the hardware store and pick up PVC pipes and, and, and go cut them in your apartment. So we, you know, we said, you know, this we'll give you, we'll put everything inside the box and we'll make them as big as we can. And if you want smaller, if you want to lower your bucket, all you need to do is cut the PVC and put it at the height that you want it to. But we always give you more because if we give you less, you can't do none about that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 a little bit over 30. Oh, man, easy peasy. That's our motto. Everyone likes it easy. Yeah, easy peasy. Everybody likes our motto, you know, and we, we definitely throw out, we grow trees and, um, you know, and when you see it, it's fun because you, you get to you explore and you're not chasing water on the floor. You're not chasing bad plants or, or unhealthy plants. You're not, you know, it, it just becomes a system now that you could kind of enjoy and, and, and actually, you know, with, with the things in the, in the markets opening up, you actually, you take a passion to it. And, you know, I'm a strong believer. We even have some of our guys on Instagram that used to have a lot of attacks, epileptic attacks. And, um, you know, in Canada, and he started and you could just see, you could scroll down our Instagram and you could see the difference of size and weight that the guy has gained. And even my mother-in-law was very, um, you know, she took a lot of uh, pain medications for surgeries on her neck or whatever. And now she's using something that the doctors are giving her down in Florida and completely off the opioids and now completely on something that is a lot less harmful. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, it, in Florida, Steve, it went medical probably like about a year, year and a half ago. And now the governor, I mean, thank God that we have a governor that's a little more responsive. And I don't know if he's doing it for the for the capital of it or if he's doing it because if he believes in it. But now they're making it into recreational and they're opening up actually the laws for average people to be able to grow their own medicine. Because before, it was, they, they handed out the licenses to four companies and basically made these companies, you know, half a million dollar, half a billion dollar companies just by handing it out to them, which wasn't, you know, completely fair. But now um, they've opened up because people have challenged the law and um, they're pushing forward and they're, they're, they're not going to take it. And I think at the end of the day, they're seeing the, you know, they're seeing all the pluses that are coming out of it and um, compared to all the negatives that, that were there before. Yeah. You're going to have some good top tips. Yes, yes. If you could give the growers that are used the systems and the growers that are about to use the systems, what would be your three top tips for? Okay, well, I guess the most important tips is um, dial your room in. Okay, um, don't chase um, stripes, don't chase discolors, don't chase other things and start trying to come with other concoctions to, to fix the problem. Make sure your, your day temperature is on point. Make sure your night temperature is on point. And uh, make sure all your humidities and, your, and everything else is, is exactly what you want um, because that is the most important part of it. And people, sometimes they get scared that, oh, I can't walk in at night. And they, they just lose the reality that, you know, plants, you know, grow in the outside and there's a moon and there is light somehow. So, you know, don't worry about walking in a room because what happens is, is that when they go to bed, 
you know, the humidity that stays in the room, you have your light bulbs that, that dispense so much heat that actually absorb some of the humidity that's inside the room. And your air conditioners, once they're running, the compressors actually suck up all the, the, the humidity that's also in the room. But when the plants go into sleep, all your lights go off. So now your light bulbs can't absorb any of that humidity. And now all your ACs are off because now you only have one ACs, one air conditioner just maintaining temperature. So that means that the, the humidity at nighttime builds up a lot higher than the daytime. And that's basically the opposite of what you want to happen. So, you know, you really got to focus on that. And, you know, and you're the one that brings the water into the room. So control watering and maybe not water as much or maybe separate your watering times, you know, between different, pre different groups or different rows that you might have inside the room. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, you should have um, at least, you know, when your lights are on or whatever, your humidity should be no more than around 65%. And then at nighttime, you should have at least a five to seven degree difference downward. So, um, you know, I mean, so everybody has to kind of like get adjusted and they, they, they need to read the plant because I think that they just think that the nutrient is just like that, that button that, that they press and it does everything for them. But they need to basically keep track because the nutrients can't get absorbed if the plant is, is, is overwhelmed with humidity and basically just folding over on herself. So, you know, there's a lot of little things, but I think that exactly that, that they just overthink things. And instead of just taking everything step by step and saying, okay, let my temperatures be 77s at the highs, 72s at the lows, you know, in the daytime, and then maybe five degrees, a little bit colder at nighttime. And let me make sure I could dial that in. But the biggest thing that you said now about the plants and um, when they're when when they're flowering is that the grower does not know how much of a problem he's really running into. If you cannot control your humidity at the early stages of the plant's life cycle, you are definitely going to lose control of your room because your plant now is going to get 10 times bigger than what it was. Your fruits are going to get and hold more moisture than what your medium will hold. So those are just variables that you probably didn't count on as the process of the growing session was going on. 
So, you know, just as you said, you know, you really got to focus on and, and pinpoint. And like I said, you're the one that brings the water into the room. So don't blame the room. Don't blame the plant. It's you. And if you put a little bit more work in, you know, you won't have those issues. You know, sometimes if you can't control you, your humidity and even if you buy the best dehumidifier in the world, you know, um, you still don't want to go in there with 300 liters, 500 liters of water and just start pouring everywhere because, I mean, it's not it's not fair. The dehumidifier is not going to work that fast. It might take four hours. It might not ever e eliminate all the humidity. But at the same time, for those certain amount of hours, the plants are just basically baking inside that heat. Exactly, exactly. And the application of it, Steve, um, you know, it's funny that the whole approach that we took on this was exactly that because we used to, I used to crawl through the floors on my hands and knees you know, pulling water hoses around, you know, big pots with drain pans and everything. And then, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, the discharge is money. So, you know, in a regular plastic pot, you would basically take at least 10 to 15 minutes to see finally all the discharge. So by the time you realize how much is inside your drain pan, you realize how much money you have there that you just threw away. Okay, and not just that, but and then what do you do with the water in the drain pan? You know, this concept about a planter and a drain pan was for outdoors. Now people are using them indoor. Now, not only are you feeding the, the water, but and then you also have now the water just sitting in the drain pan, you know, creating algae and all kinds of other, you know, pesticides and, and, and diseases while it's just sitting water. Or the person has to go with a wet vac and basically eliminate all the water. So the whole concept about how we went ahead and tried to design something was exactly for that. Because we know that you have to feed your plants. And we know that when you stick that many plants in a, in a, in a certain room with the size of mediums that you put in there, you know, it's almost impossible for the room to just run without a dehumidifier. So we went back and said, okay, well, we can't control all the variables, but we can control some of the ones that we've seen was a problem. The drain pan was a problem. The pot that just leaked into onto a drain pan was a problem. The holes as the pots get bigger, as your 30, 20, 40, 20 gallon, 40 gallons get bigger and bigger, the holes of the pots get further, further away from the middle of the mass of the plant.
So that, and, and, and it tells you that, you know, water travels vertical, it doesn't travel very good horizontal. So for it to work its way out those holes, it's almost an impossible task. So you got like a big soup right in the middle of your medium because the water just can't work its, its way out. We even did a test and we even did it with fabric pots or felt pots. And um, we, we, we went overseas and, you know, we looked at them to put them as inserts in our pots, in our buckets, you know, and we seen them when they, we weighed them when they were dry and then we wet them and then I let them overnight to just drain out in the bathtub and then I weighed them again. And you would see an increase about a half a pound to almost a pound, depending on the felt, you know, and that's one thing. So if you have 50 pots in your room, now you have 50 gallons of water just sitting on the felt of the pot itself. And the felt also blocks all your, your, your fertilizer salts from clearing the felt. And they also get trapped all inside the fabric of the felts. So, you know, that's where we came out with the, with the fiberglass polypropylene insert with big holes. So basically it dries the medium instantly. And we came across and we wanted to create like a hybrid system to a cocoa feeding system. After working with cocoa for so long, we said, wow, I mean, hydroponic really brought out the, the, the beauty of the plant. And um, cocoa really brought out the stability of the plant that, you know, just easier for everybody. But we figured out that if we could get the cocoa to dry up a little bit faster and feed it just a little bit more, and we could kind of get a hybrid between what hydroponics was and cocoa and get something that might be as stable but nicer looking at the end of the day. No, I'm tr truly grateful for being in the UK. Um, I was kind of a little surprised that they let me in, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there. I'll be there. Yes, yes. I actually got some of the some facilities out there in some Indian uh, reservations that are using two to three hundred um, ten gallons. In, in yeah, in Nevada. So, and in Detroit, we have another one using fifteen hundred. And we do the engineering. We love it. And actually, now on our website, we're actually going to launch a little. Um, it's called the design room. A design designer room. And basically, it's going to be an app that you're just going to go in our website and you're going to put your numbers of the size of your room and you're going to have avatars of buckets and tables and, and, and different lights, either LEDs or regular size lights. And you're going to be able to drag them, put them into your room, design your room. You're going to be able to f see the measurement in between the, the hallways that you give yourself and between the walls and all the spacing that you want. And then afterwards, you'll be able to print it. So you could always have a little copy of something that you, you have in mind of what you want to do or how you want the layout. Yeah, because they ask us all the time to do it for them. So, you know, some people want their pots a little closer. Some of them want a little further. So, you know, we said, you know what? You know, I, I, I thought of the idea. I seen something similar to it. So I said, you know, nothing would be cooler than to have, you know, the guys go on there or the girls to go out and, you know, design their own room. If they have, you know, a room that's a L shape or square or, or whatever it might be. But, you know, we, we truly, you know, we always trying to think of what the end user and trying to be as fair because we, we come from there. That's, you know, no white collars here. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I'm off now to Spain with my distributor, uh, Hortatech, Nacho. Shout out to him. I'm going to do the groundwork and I could see that, you know, this was, the UK was a big learning experience. Um, the UK has a lot of, um, you know, canna, canna and cocoa and it, the sales are just going out the roof and it basically almost sells itself. 
So I, I think in the UK, we need to put a little more emphasis in training and coming and trying to, you know, help people and, and trying to teach them the certain ways because, you know, only the people that create things are the ones that could actually train or, or help them understand it the best way possible. So we're going now to Spain, doing our little tour there. And then um, we have a distributor in South Africa. We have a distributor in Rambridge in Canada, um, Holland Forge in Australia and New Zealand. And um, we just keep growing, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. And, and I'll have George send that over to you ASAP. Okay. Hey, Steve. Thank you, boss. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Everyone else listening, we'll be back later on at Rexport and Ben tuning in. I'll speak to you all soon. Peace. That was a real OG from Miami. Yeah. It was great to have him on the podcast. Thank you very much for spending some time with me at Product Earth. And uh, if you don't know them, check them out uh, at The Booker Company on Instagram. Got a lot of followers. 30,000, 40,000 followers. Have they? They're doing something right in California. Are they major over there? Yeah. I think they're pretty major. You can see on their Instagram all the installations that they've got in there. So go check them out. Um, yeah, they're really good people and really enjoyed that podcast. So that's it for Sunday. Thank you for listening or whatever day you listen to. We'll be back next week. And again, me and Barry are going to take it easy. It's podcast 187. And it's with me and Barry doing the intro. And it'll be... British Hemp Alliance. Very interesting podcast. Bit of a short one next week, um, but it's a taster for what's to come. She'll be yeah. back talking about the, how hemp helps the world with food, building, all kinds. It's yeah, great. Man. Have a good rest of the day, and me and Barry will see you next week. Same yeah. time, same place. Yeah, bye bye. Bye bye.